To Barbie-topia, the podcast for grown adults who still love Barbie movies for some reason. Yep. I'm Morgan, and uh, the music in Barbie Rapunzel made me bust several nuts. And I'm Rowan, and if you talk shit about this film, I will come to your house and personally end you. Yeah, Rowan really liked I this love film. this film. This was the film that got me into, like, Barbie movies. Barbie Rapunzel 2002 is just a fucking masterpiece. I think the one for me is the one we're going to talk about after this, which was... um, Swan Lake. Swan Lake, yeah. But I do remember... I don't think I ever watched Barbie Rapunzel as a kid, but I I definitely... um, I definitely remember bits of it. See, when I was young, I don't know the exact age, but pretty young, we had like this on VHS and it was like my one, like I had this and had James and the Giant Peach. And since James and the Giant Peach scared the shit out of me, it was terrifying. I just watched this over and over again, just on repeat, like a fucking little maniac child, the way like children latch onto one thing will only watch that. Oh, I still do that. And yeah, same. (laughs) But like, you know, in that like really like, oh, I'm not sick of this and I'll never be sick of this. And I'm, it's so weird because like the moment the first notes of music played while watching this film, I was like, oh my God, I can like sing all the lyrics in these songs. I know like everything about this film. It all like came rushing back. It was really crazy. So what? This was 2002? Yeah, 2002. See, the thing, the further, the only scene that I really remembered was like, when the dragon Penelope, yeah, when her, her. her dad comes looking for her and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? You're supposed to be a dragon. Yeah. And, and then the, like, only thing I, the only thing I remembered was that there was a dragon in this. There's in fact two dragons in this. Yeah, well. Which makes it two times better than the fucking Disney Rapunzel film that this rips this true. off so badly. That's true. I remember watching that film and being like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. I Google searched this. Mm-hmm. So I Google searched it and correct me if I'm wrong, but I tried looking it up and I tried looking up the original use of Gothel as the name of yeah. Rapunzel's mother slash captor. Yeah. And I couldn't find anywhere. I, I only looked like 10 minutes on Google, but I couldn't find anywhere on Wikipedia that said that Gothel was the name before this film. Yeah, Correct no. me if I'm wrong. I could definitely be wrong. But Barbie Rapunzel is like so much better than the Disney oh, fucking yeah. Rapunzel film. See, like so much better. I have, I have like a huge children's book of like fairy tales and Rapunzel is one of them. Mm. And in that one, the witch's name isn't Gothel or whatever. And also... She was named after a cabbage. There might have been maybe like another version of it. Because like it's more like it's a fairy version. tales have so many versions. But yeah. I was like trying to look, and I couldn't see any time. But at the very least, like Barbie Rapunzel popularized a lot of the things that you associate yeah. with Rapunzel, like her being a painter. Just like so much of this film is like what people view as Rapunzel today and they don't realize that this is where a lot of it began even though like a lot of people haven't seen this film yeah but Disney fucking stole so much from this film and it just makes me angry that it's not they as like they even stole the horse oh my god I wrote down that horse's name Botticelli yeah so like 
Weird horse names. I get it. It's a thing yeah. in real life. But like in Barbie, we had marzipan. Now we have Botticelli. And let's like way in the in the future. Let's get into like how this begins. Yeah. So it begins with, again... Um, Barbie and Kelly. Barbie and Kelly, real world. This time they're painting because Barbie painting can do everything. <laughs> fucking everything. Barbie is and Kelly can't. Kelly's like, what should I draw? Just tell me what to draw. What if I hate it? And I'm like, welcome to being an artist, kid. You're going to hate everything you draw. Yeah. And Barbie, I mean, she's like saying like, it doesn't matter if it's good. Oh, Just yeah. like so long as it's your idea, that's the important yeah. part. And I do like... I do like that, and I did find that was really, really cool. Yeah. Also, like, the interesting, like, 3D animation credits that they oh, had, yeah, which yeah. were really cool, and I think the... the opening music. Oh, beautiful. the opening music is so good. It's so The music good. in this film it. is so fucking good. It's so good. I love it. As Morgan said, we busted several nuts yeah. over, yeah, over the music in this. Fa- that's my favorite thing. Oh, um, I know. I've said that about many things. <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure i said that about like the last four movies i saw (laughs) yeah basically but yeah awesome animation the painting that barbie's doing kelly hasn't started but the painting barbie's doing is so nice it's like when we were talking in the last episode about this like really nice like 2d backgrounds they can do and then the really interesting 3d animation because they're again Amazing 3D animation parts and oh, very yeah. bad animation parts. Yeah, um, here's one thing, because last time we talked about how they really hadn't gotten there with hair animation yet. Mm. And I'm sure they knew this, so I'm not sure why they were like, oh, well, you know, we can't, hair isn't really our thing. Why did they go from being like, yeah, we're not too great at animating hair to being like, let's make Rapunzel a story about a girl whose hair is really long. And kind of central to the plot. Mm. Our next movie. Yeah. Yeah. I just think oh, this movie takes the basic premise of Rapunzel and makes it so fucking interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, so wildly interesting. Oh, yeah. Like, you have political intrigue. You have, like, secret manners. Two yeah. dragons. A talking rabbit. Yeah. And, like, arts and crafts. Like, magic yeah. arts and crafts. Magic arts and crafts. <laughs> I should also mention before we get into this, um, I, I already told you yeah. about this. Yeah, oh god. Um, I took, <laughs> I watched this last night because um, I didn't have any time to do that beforehand because we've been really busy. But yeah, no, I decided that it would be a good idea to take some Valium before I watch this movie. <laughs> so it's all kind of a haze. Yeah, um, I didn't do that. I, I watched yeah, it yeah. once a week ago and took notes and then I watched half of it last night before yeah. I fell asleep. At like two in the morning. I, uh, yeah, um, it's a bit of a blur for me, but I remember key points. Key points. I that's rem- that's important. I wrote note. Well, so I wrote notes to jog my in, memory. In terms of animation, we have Return of the Scary Eyes, Scary Blue Eyes. Yeah, yeah. I I think it's the more they zoom in on a face, <laughs> yeah. the more I can't look at it. Like yeah. when they're like you know shoulder up shots. Yeah. I'm like, this is fine. But when it's just their face, oh, yeah, I'm like, creepy. oh my god, no. Or just their eyes sometimes. Although I'm like, I just don't find, do it. You I guys did, don't have the detail yet. I did find that the kids' faces were a bit better than the Yeah, the animation was one step up. 
in any scene that's inside somewhere, like inside the manor or in some like dark area, like the forest, which we'll talk mm-hmm. about in a sec, yeah. or that like tunnel Barbie's in is really great. As soon as she's outside, the sky is too blue, the grass is too green, oh, and it yeah. looks like those old windows backgrounds of that oh, one field. Jesus. Like it, I couldn't get over it. And I it's just know like, where that field is. Like what? Where in the world is that field? And is it still a field, or is it like a parking lot now? I think it's still a field. I think I saw a person. That's not important. Anyway. (laughs) So, yeah, we had, like, Barbie doing her whole, like, oh, well, I know a story about a painter. And painting saved her life. I like how this time Kelly's like, yeah. Okay. All right. Here we go. Another story. And she's like, what, what did she even say? She was like, you know. I don't John. remember. I don't know. She guilt tripped Kelly into <laughs> listening to a fucking story. <laughs> Kelly didn't even say yes. She just rolled her eyes at me and she's like, okay, Bobby, let's hear one of your wacky stories. <laughs> is, is that all Bobby does? She just sits around doing like a different activity every day, every week, and the thinking of like anecdotal yeah, stories. The longest anecdotes to tell kids. <laughs> Yeah. Specifically her youngest sister. Yeah. So my favorite thing is like the moment you cut into the actual Rapunzel story oh, yeah. is so cool. Like yeah. it's in a dark forest. They're like zooming through the forest oh, yeah. and then you have probably the best villain entrance. And oh, I'm going to talk yeah. about how much I love Gothel in this v- mm-hmm. movie because I love Gothel. She's so great. Oh, that face though. Oh, like that she's angular. so fucking interesting. I oh. love her. But... She's, like, shrouded in darkness on a horse, like, galloping really aggressively. And, like, she's, like, going through the forest and it's dark and dingy. And she, like, shoots magic and then, like, a portal opens and it's all green. And she, like, jumps through and it's just, like, oh, my God, yes. Yes, and it's just best entrance. It's how I'm walking down the aisle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, when that gets legalized. Yeah. But, like, yeah, so this film introduces the very long-standing Barbie trend of talking animal sidekicks. Yeah. Also, another thing, um, it starts off and the fucking rabbit, whatever the fuck his name is. Oh, God, I don't remember. It's written down somewhere. Uh, you continue, I'll find yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he's like, oh, I'm so hungry, I'm going to faint, and I'm feeling lightheaded. Pretty sure the bat did that in the, in, in the Nutcracker. Um, yeah, but the bat was a bad guy. Yeah, but, like, what is it with animal sidekicks and fucking guilting people into giving them food? Yeah, but, like, same. Yeah, but I'm not going to be, like... Actually, no, I I take that back immediately. I would absolutely look someone in the eye and be like, I'm I'm going to pass out. Give me your food. (laughs) So, yeah, Gothel is immediately, like, introduced kind of before Rapunzel is, which is really cool. And, oh, their dynamic in this film is so interesting. Oh, yeah. And immediately off the bat, she's a total bitch. Like, she's oh, such yeah. a bitch, but she's such an elegant bitch that it's, like, kind of excusable. Not really. <laughs> but in my mind, I'm just like, I love you. Oh. You're amazing. She could stab me in the heart, killing me instantly, and I would say thank you and God bless. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Morgan. <laughs> Not in like, not in like the, the I'm attracted to her way. It's just like you are so elegant. You are everything I aspire to be yeah. when I'm your age. Just. But like, also, I know deep within my heart that I could never be as elegant as you are. Yeah. Yeah. 
the one drawback mm. of Gothel yeah. is the that fucking weasel. <laughs> oh, that, I hate him. That weird, He's so uncomfortable. That, Everything he says makes me uncomfortable. That weird, queer-coded weasel. <laughs> yeah. uh, queer-coded villains probably never got as high as this one weasel. <laughs> Os- it's not Oscar. It's, it's Otto. Otto, yeah. Which I found a bit weird since he's a weasel, not an otter. Yeah, I but... I think they're in the same family, maybe? Yeah, so basically all Otto exists is to be, like, somehow worse than the bat from yeah. the last film. He's Everything he says is got, like, a gay stereotype lisp to it. And yeah. it's, like, like really he's like, creepy. He's, like, European gay. Yeah, and it's, like, both somehow racist and homophobic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's, like, okay. every yeah. I just tried to, like, block out everything he said. Yeah. Also, whenever he, like, growled, I was, like, nah. It wasn't... Like, it was weirdly sexual yeah. is what I'm, because, I got from it. Because the whole thing was... It was weirdly sexual. It was, sexual. like, when they're, like, oh, yeah, we have like this weasel thing growling we can get like an actual animal growl no they're gonna get the man who voiced him very clearly to just roll his tongue just just, like i can't even think of how to replicate it it's so horrible to listen to and that was my one downside in this film basically so yeah like the house is like super big right oh yeah super super big so my first thought was like barbie does all the chores in this house. She's the maid for the, well, Rapunzel. Does all the chores. Yeah. Like, how does she do all the fucking chores? And then paint. And thing is, got the lists a bunch of shit. And I'm like, I would not be able to do that in one day. What time do you wake up? But yeah... Gotha has a great design. Oh, She's yeah. a wonderfully hor- horrid antagonist, and I'm going to keep coming back to that one point because I love her so much. Honestly, like... Even the weasel is, like, a good part of her design. I just wish that it didn't he did speak. speak. Yeah. Yeah. But um, every bad guy needs to have their weird spying animal. And it also yeah. starts this weird joke. And I have a theory about this. So, okay. So okay. the weasel <laughs> constantly threatens to eat the rabbit. The rabbit that is probably ten times its size. And I think that was probably in the script, thinking a rabbit would be rabbit-sized. But this rabbit is giant. This rabbit like, is fucking hair. giant. So I think, oh, a hair or whatever. So no, like, no, no. It's definitely meant yeah. to be a rabbit, but it's, it's yeah. the size of a hair, probably. Or even bigger. Like, no, it's like the size of a dog. Yeah. Like, it's the size it's of a small huge. dog. It's huge. And I can understand, like, in the script, they're like, okay, so, yeah, this is totally... And then when they animated it, they just made, you know, the rabbit way too big. So it's like he's terrified of being eaten by this tiny, tiny thing that could never possibly consume him. And I was confused, and it's like a running joke, and I'm just like, how would he be eaten by Otto? Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. But, yeah, so we kind of, yeah... So Barbie is basically the servant to Gothel. Yeah. She's also, like, they have a really interesting dynamic of, like, Barbie or Rapunzel doesn't completely think that Gothel is a bad person. Like, she thinks this is what parenting is like. Yeah, but she and also being knows a servant, that Gothel isn't her parent. Yeah, she was, like, she, Gothel has basically told her that she's, she took her in as a baby when her parents abandoned her. We all know that's a lie. Yeah. Obviously... And so, you know, Bobby... And Bobby is, a, in this film, like, a really, really earnest 
kind of again naive person yeah she's really but we're naive. getting there with you know character development oh yeah she definitely has like crazy agency like everything in oh, this yeah. film is driven by her actions and decisions Absolutely. and she makes some really interesting decisions that we're going to talk about later mm. but yeah so she's basically getting gothel tea and she's in like this kitchen and it's really really cool and yeah. she's got her dragon penelope and her rabbit Which who I, don't... I, don't, I mean like obviously you sort of know that Penelope and Rapunzel became friends because um, Hugo, the dad. Hugo, yeah, um, is like the servant or whatever to to and, Gothel. And the only reason he's a servant to Gothel is because Penelope is trapped behind this like magical barrier that he can fly over, but Penelope can't. Yeah, because she's young and she's not as as good. So he's basically being blackmailed to do things for Gothel. Because his daughter is within her, like, reach and can't escape this area. Although, like, I don't understand why he doesn't just put Penelope on his back and go. But, like, it's it's actually a really, really, really interesting thing. And I I, I really like that because Hugo is such a cool character. He he doesn't like Gothel, but he does what she says for protecting his daughter, even though he's really, really hard on Penelope. And he's really hard about her, like, not hanging out with Rapunzel. you got to, like, get better at breathing fire. you got to get better at flying. And he's really, really hard on her. First, you're like, really? What the fuck? And then, like, yeah, at the beginning, you're like, oh, why are you being such a dick? And then you find out, oh, he's trying to, like, get her to escape with him so they can both leave but they can't he can't leave until she can fly properly and she like fucks around and hangs out with rapunzel and does all this stuff so i think that's really really cool so yeah they basically what happens is that they're making tea the tray gets hit by penelope's tail she hits a lot of stuff like that and everything falls up and i don't know how barbie catches everything but somehow she catches everything but the spoon. The spoon lands on a, a like a stone gargoyle. And somehow that is heavy enough. I know. Somehow it's heavy enough. And mm, yeah. yeah. So that tilts and you find a secret passageway. Which somehow Gothel didn't know about. No, I think she did. Because it's got her, all her stuff in it. I think it's just uh, like, okay. you know... But yeah. all her stuff's down there. It's like her basement of things she doesn't want to think about. Like it had, because yeah. they go down there and they find like old invitations for Gothel to parties in this huge chest. And I mean, like, yeah. who the fuck would like put all their party invitations in the chest? That's like a throwawayable thing. Yeah. But Gothel kind of is like a bit of a. She hangs on to things like that. Yeah. She holds grudges. No. Um, so, yeah, it's really, really cool. And they're down there and they're looking at like, and they find this drawing of like. Gothel and this like guy who's like had the painting slashed oh. and they're like wow I Gothel looks really happy and in love and I love the complexity of that oh, like yeah, really absolutely. right from the beginning yeah and they're like wow uh, I don't like, want to be him and there are some really there are some really good lines good lines between um, Penelope and the rabbit what is his name I don't know I don't fucking know I don't care uh, like it doesn't matter my favorite line between them that I can think of right now is like when she catches the cup, but the spoon falls on the gargoyle and the, the staircase opens up. And they're like, well, that's creepy. And she's like, yeah, I know I got moves. And they're like, no, not you. <laughs> no, please stop. And then the third thing they find is this really cool hairbrush. Yeah, well, no, they find a really cool box. And she's like, wow, what a cool looking old box. And I'm like, it's a wooden box and it doesn't look that cool. But... All right, and then they open it up, and it's this beautiful hairbrush. 
Not sure why Gothel didn't throw that out because that was like entirely like detrimental to. To be fair, it is hidden in like a secret basement um, that if, you have to like. But if that, if that use a spoon to get. To. If that like secret passageway lever is easy enough to accidentally yeah. trigger that a spoon falling on it can open it, then I think she should have hidden it a bit better. Yeah. But um, also, but still not like out in the open. Rapunzel spent a lot of time in the kitchen. I'm surprised she didn't find it sooner. To be fair, you're right. Yeah. So yeah, they have this box and they pull out this hairbrush and it has this really cool inscription on the back that's a poem and it's really like sweet and kind of corny. And then it's like, to our daughter Rapunzel on her first birthday. Yeah. And Bobby's like, well, Rapunzel's like, oh, but... I was abandoned when I was a baby. And why then, would Gothel lie? And then, like, the rabbit's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, why would She's you? a hag. <laughs> She's a cunt. <laughs> yeah, the rabbit is, like, really, like... He's the audience stand-in of, like, what do you mean? Like, Rapunzel, you're sweet. There was sweet. one point where he's like, just like, I hope she chokes on her tea. And I'm yeah. like, wow, that's violent. And, like... The thing is, I can only assume that the only reason he's here is that when she put those barriers up, he just happened to be on, like, one side of the barrier, and he now just can't leave. Yeah. So he's just, like, a really bitter rabbit who's now stuck in this bullshit with all these other people who are, like, stuck behind this goddamn portal barrier thing. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Um, So they're down there. There was another really good line between Penelope and the rabbit. Do you know what it is? No, but... There was a lot of good lines between Penelope and the rabbit. I really enjoyed their dialogue. It wasn't, like, stuffy. It was, like, actually funny. It was so funny. The rabbit somehow has, like, antenna ears and can sense things. What? What? We're not there yet. What else has happened? She goes through the fucking tunnel through to the... That's later. They come back and do that. Morgan, this is the Valium talking. No, 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 no. Pretty sure. No, no, no. What happens is that, like, they leave because Gothel... And she goes and gives her tea. Yeah, that's what happens. She goes and gives him her tea. And then uh, Gothel's like, don't disturb me until dinner time. So Rapunzel's like, hell yeah. Going back down to the little Mm. sex Um, dungeon. Penelope finds... Another secret tunnel. Oh, yeah. She accidentally, I don't know, sneezes no, no, no. or whatever. No, no, no. Well, knocks the, shit down. The first thing, the first time, when they were in there, the first time she accidentally sneezes and burns the floor a bit. But like, it's the second time when the rabbit is like, "Oh, is that a giant hairy spider?" And she gets scared and stomps a hole in the floor. Yeah. And, of and course, then Buff, and there's another secret tunnel. Yeah, it's like mine shafts. Yeah, it's, I don't know, really cool though. Bobby's like, fuck yeah, let's go. Yeah, and then she's like, come on guys. And they're like, ha ha ha, no. Well, no, Penelope's like, yeah, I'm coming, fuck yeah. And then no, but then she can't fit through the hole that she made. And for some reason, she... It's also really scared of spiders. For some reason, she's against just making the hole bigger. Because mm. she... You've already the- made this problem. Yeah. Oh, and they're like, how are we going to fix this? I'm like, you just, you said earlier that no one has been down here in years. No one's going to fucking know that mm. there's a hole in the floor in this secret untouched basement underneath the house. Anyway. And the rabbit dude's just like, nah, yeah, I, no. I'm a coward and I'm openly yeah. like, saying that I'm not coming with you because yeah, fuck that. Like, nah. And she's like, well, I'm 
Bobby and I'm an adventurer and I'm gonna go. She's like, I'm and, going. And I really liked that. I was like, yeah, cool. Was so she goes. So she goes and she follows this tunnel through. Yep. It's really cool and kind of creepy. Yeah. And then she, she sees a rat. Hobie. That's the rabbit's name. Okay, Hobie. That's. It's a terrible name. That's worse than anything I could. For some reason, I was thinking Bartholomew. What? <laughs> I think I was thinking of the horse. The horse is named Botticelli. I know, but like. They both suck. Speaking of the horse, Barbie comes out to a weirdly animated field. Yeah. And it's very good. The Windows 95 field. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She comes out and she's like walking around and she's like, wow, this is the whole. The whole and world, and she goes to town, and yeah. she's chilling, and she's like, you Some know, guy offers her bread, and she says like, no, no. and I'm like, because... fuck that. If someone gave me free bread, yeah, I would take it instantly. I think, I think they just didn't want to animate her eating a piece of bread, <laughs> and they didn't want to Fair. the continuity error, yeah, of like where the bread go. Mm. And so she's wandering around and she gets back. She goes back out to some like orchards and stuff. Yeah. She sees three little kids riding a horse. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. All right. (laughs) And it's going along and they're like, yeah, we're gonna, they're feeding this horse all this, all this, like all these carrots. And they're like, that was our last carrot and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, that's, um, horses shouldn't eat carrots and apples as often as you think. Mm. Um, but okay. They're like, oh, here's an orchard. You know? Yeah, it's like yeah, a random orchard. It's, yeah. it's chill. Yeah. And then they, they run and the one, one of them. who is clearly Kelly yeah. just falls through the fucking ground. And not in a way of like, wow, she should have seen that. because Like some weird Scooby-Doo, this is clearly a trapdoor sort of shit. Yeah. This was like the ground literally, like she clipped through the ground. This yeah. became like it's Bethesda graphics. weird like Bethesda game for a moment. <laughs> Todd, Todd Howard was yeah. like the executive producer of, of this orchard. Yeah. And it opens up to like a whole thorns, thorns and, and spikes shit. and stuff. And she's like holding onto one of them. Honestly, I was there. I was like, the final pan of this behind this. <laughs> and yeah, so like Barbie tries to help her and blah, blah, blah. But then Barbie almost slips in and then some handsome guy grabs her <laughs> hips. <laughs> Morgan, what now? Well, the thing is, she's like, grab my head and I was like oh shit is this like I found it really cool that she hasn't used her hair yet although to be fair that would be so stupid (laughs) if she'd actually done that in this film we'd be sitting here like mocking that like who uses their hair but the fact that she didn't means we're mocking the fact she didn't so yeah well no I just found it interesting that like for a moment Mm. because you feel you think for a moment like oh she won't be able to reach this kid so she'll use her hair but she doesn't, mm. which I think is really cool. And it's like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so then she nearly slips in, and then some. Handsome. Uh, he's pretty. Badly, average. An- averagely animated, <laughs> but handsome to Bobby. With yeah. Way too blue eyes. Like, um, fuck. I'd say handsome to, like, most straight women. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. He grabs her hips because that was appropriate for the time. Yeah. Um, they did mention that they it's were... It's 17th century. Yeah, they did mention it was and 17th century. Because it's Rapunzel, I'm pretty sure it's Germany. But it's so vaguely... Like, it's vague. It's very vague. Yeah. No. It's not really 17th well, this, century Germany. This isn't as vague as, like... Swan Lake. Nutcracker. Nutcracker, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Or even Swan Lake, Where it was, like, medieval, but they were, like... 
ceiling fans. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yep, yeah, those existed back then. And yeah, so I think that's a really cool introduction for like the two of them, you yeah. know, Kelly stand in sexual yeah. tension. Yeah, Kelly gets, you know, saved. Like you can tell and they that they want to burn each other. Oh yeah. But also, Bobby, this is the first man she's ever met. Oh yeah. Or spoken to. Like she spoke to like she that baker and stuff. She probably briefly. did not even know that men were like a thing. Like she walked she she like you know She was like, huh. She'd met Hugo, but he's a dragon. He's a dragon and, <laughs> and Hobie is like a rabbit. Hobie is like a rabbit. A rabbit. So but she's, this is the first proper conversation with a dude her own age. So of course, like and her she's own like species. And her own species. See, I always got the impression that like Hobie is like middle aged. Yeah, I can see that. He just has that sort of feel to him. Yeah. But yeah, so this is like you maybe, know. maybe it's just like he's not middle aged, mm. but hanging out with Rapunzel and Penelope has aged him. Yeah. And w- Many years. <laughs> so, you know, she's chatting with this dude and blah, blah, blah. And then... And then his you know, three... Oh, yeah. So, like, he's the older brother. Of these three it's, girls. Yeah. And he's, like, um, saying, oh, thanks, man. You, like, saved my fucking sisters. Yeah. Good job. And then those kids all write off because they're, like... Bye. He's, like, yeah, I nearly died. Bye. <laughs> but a chili. Yeah. They're, like, let's go. And then the, and, and they're talking and it's, like, oh... Bobby's like, why the fuck was that hole in the ground? You should probably fix that. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's put, like, bro. concrete in there or something. Mm. Um, and he's like, no, it was King Wilhelm Helm's men. And she's like, the fuck is that? And he's yeah. like, you don't know about the feud? Yeah. And it's like, suddenly there's political intrigue in this film and I wasn't prepared for it. Honestly, um, I know you don't, like, you're not really interested in Overwatch, but, like, before playing, before watching this, I, like, spent the entire day playing Overwatch. So, for some reason, when... He said Wilhelm, and anytime they said Wilhelm, I just pictured Reinhardt from like the huge dude, like in metal armor who wields a giant hammer. I, I just pictured him. I don't know who a, the fuck that I'm is. I'm gonna get a picture for well, you. It's not that important. No, it is because I feel okay, like okay. Well, I'm he, gonna keep talking he fits in while the you look. Mood. Yeah. So there's this whole like interesting like feud between two kingdoms. Although they're not really kingdoms, they're two towns that have kings that are very very close together. I don't think the people that made Barbie understand how kingdoms work as yeah. in you have to have or like because this was a problem in the first movie as well you have to have more than 20 subjects in one small town okay so that's that's a robot dude he's not a robot okay he's well got he's got of, armor he's got a lot of he's armor he's oh, he is <laughs> <laughs> um oh, but God. he belongs in a bobby film yeah, yeah, I, like, I can totally see yeah. that. Or like an anime. That's basically like Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood right yeah, there. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and then, you know, so she's like, huh, I don't know about any of these things. Why don't people just get along? And he's like, and he's okay, like, that's, not how, the world that's not how things happen. And then he, the sisters call him for something and he's like, I'm just going to go over and like fix them. Like, stay here. I want to keep talking to you, you, you absolute babe. And then he walks off and she's like, oh no, the bells are chiming. I have to and get back. she figures out that means that it's a late. I think she knows what a clock is. She's not completely like. But is, would there be a clock chimes where she was? I don't know. Yeah. Grandfather clocks and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, she's like, okay, so the time is that. I have to go. And without, she could have just like gone up and been like, hey, bro, I gotta head off. I got some stuff. Takes like two seconds to be like, see ya. And go, no, she just leaves. Yeah, she's like, 
Okay. There's them going. But to be fair, she doesn't know how like social etiquette works yeah. because she, the only human person she's ever met is fucking evil. Yeah. <laughs> and like her weird master, what? Weird. It's weird. She's the servant. It's weird. Yeah. So, so she's she like running that. back. She's getting back, and you think it's gonna be all okay, but then fucking Otto just happens to be there. Yeah, we didn't really get any like exposition for how he got there. He's just chilling. Yeah, he was just suddenly there, and you're like, oh shit. And you're like, shit, and he's like, oh, oh well, you know. All yeah, this shit like is... being really uncomfortable and yeah, shit. Yeah, just horrible. And so she's running back, and then you know she gets back and she's telling you know. Penelope and um, the Herber. other Hobo about <laughs> Hobie about you know all her adventures yeah. and like it's intercut with like Otto telling oh, Gothel yeah, about cool. what he'd seen and that's really cool. So she gets there and like so she's in the room and like Gothel storms in. You know, like it, have a nice trip today. You no, know, my favorite thing that happens just before that she's just like oh he was the most handsome man I've ever seen and Hobo is like how many men have you seen? Again, he's the audience stand-in. Oh, yeah. He kept, like, I'd sit, sit there and be like, oh, man, but you haven't... And then he'd say the thing that I was thinking, oh, and I'd yeah, be like, absolutely. thank you, Herbie, for being, like, rational. And he is weird. They like, edit, they, like, edited him in post-production mm. after showing this film to a test yeah. audience. Um, <laughs> and basically, they edited Herbo in post-production yeah. with every comment that, like, the test audience had. Also, there was one thing about the kingdoms feuding that made no sense. Mm-hmm. Because, like, when kingdoms are at angry with each other, they go to war. Yeah. What they don't do is have their soldiers sneak onto land and orchards and dig very dangerous holes. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine one king being like, Oh, I hate that other king. God, soldiers, um, go over there and, and dig some dangerous holes. Put leaves over them, so random citizens. Get in here. <laughs> random citizens will just fall, and ah, the chaos! Yeah. What revenge! Like, bruh. I know. That will show them. That will show them. Um, mm. Yeah. But yeah, and the prince keeps like he just gets cock blocked by his sisters and siblings. Yeah, constantly. and the horse and Botticelli. Botticelli. Um, oh. Yeah. Also, like, Gothel has the best voice acting, I think, out of everyone. That's very like, She's true. so great. Anyway, so... But her magic is still very badly defined. The magic in this is like, yeah, magic. Magic. Magic happens. Bad magic is green. Good magic glows and sparkles. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, Gothel's like, you know, who did you see? What was his name? And Bobby's like, I don't fucking know his I... name. I wasn't there that long. Um, she's and she's like, liar. And that's important. The fact that she's, like, accusing her of lying. And then mm. Bobby's like, I'm not lying. Oh, my God. He's just like, what the fuck, dude? I'm and it's at this point where Gothel makes the tower, right? Yeah. which So Gothel's yeah. like, well, if you're lying, then you can, like, wait all this shit out. So she, like, gets rid of the door and her magic grows the room that Bobby's in into a huge, huge tower, yeah. which doesn't make much sense. Yeah. Um, in terms of, like, looking at the layout of the manor and then the size of the room... On the inside, compared to the outside, it's very weird. Yeah. See, I found yeah. that interesting, because at the very beginning, because I had no memory of the yeah. tower being built, so I was like, 
Oh, so she doesn't live in a tower. She lives in a really nice mansion. Yeah. But no, it's like really cool. So like she creates this tower and it's like, you know, until you tell me who this is, you know, You're gonna and it's and it's really it. interesting because Gothel isn't evil just for no reason. Oh, yeah. She has actual motives and things. So she's basically Barbie is like ruining plans that she has that have to do with like ruining these two kingdoms and all that political intrigue for her own personal reasons. And it's like it's foreshadowed from early on and she has real reasons for being a bad person and like she's not just like i'm just doing bad things she thinks she's not doing bad things she's like i'm getting what is my revenge and what i deserve and so she's like a really cool villain because she's not just i do evil stuff because i'm the bad guy she doesn't think she's a bad guy she thinks she's getting her fucking just desserts. I think she knows she's being a bit of a bitch but like but you you know that kind of like you know cackling I'm evil just because the story says I'm evil kind of bad yeah that is really tiring in the first film the you know the mouse king why did he do any of the things he did he just did them because he was bad but Gothel has like a real backstory and stuff and like reasoning behind all of her decisions and that makes it much more believable for me to you know watch her put Barbie in a tower and do all this sort of stuff because like yeah Barbie is interfering with shit she's trying to get done yeah, I, I just really, really appreciate We're that. We're the um, Gothel Apologist Club. Yeah, Gothel Apologist 2K17. That's going to be the title of this. Yeah. <laughs> um, Perfect. Because <laughs> the whole time I was like, I don't know what we're going to call this. I don't know. Gothel Apologist be- 2K17. I don't know. Was the whole time I was like, I don't know if anything, I can come up with anything that can beat the nut bus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh. So, then we cut back to like... The prince and the shit. Prince now, Bobby doesn't know he's This the is the bit where I started getting a bit hazy. The first thing that happens is it must be a, like, multi-dimensional truth that all Tommies are little bitches. Yeah! Because the prince has a younger brother named Tommy, and the first thing we see him do is, like, almost kill him <laughs> with a bow and arrow. And it's it like... It would have just bounced off his you know, it that, wasn't that... Anyway. Yeah. And there's basically, like, more stuff with, like, you know, the prince, I don't know his name, talking to his dad, being like, hey, can't we, like... Really like, work things out between really you and name. yeah between you and like Wilhelm and stuff um, and, and the king's like I'm not explaining to you no, what no, our no, past no, is no, 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 you don't need to know it's just that I'm right and everything's no, no, bad no, no, hang on hang on the thing that I like lost it at yeah because I was starting to like lose my grip on reality at this yeah. point you know he like talks to Tommy for a bit and you know he's like okay well I gotta go see dad and then he starts walking off and Tommy's like oh Big Brother, whatever the fuck his name is. Mm. And I thought that it was going to be like, where did my arrow go? I thought it was going to be that. And it was like, oh, yeah, Tommy? And he's like, nothing. I'm just really glad you're my brother. And I was like, what the fuck does that? I have four younger siblings. No one would ever say that. Siblings don't talk to each other like that. I am a younger sibling. I Mm. do. You have one younger sibling. I have one younger sibling. Yeah, we both have quite a few siblings. Yeah. The the funniest line in this is, I'll... Yeah. So after, you know, he's talking to his dad and his dad's like, no, you know, Wilhelm, you know, did all this stuff, but I'm not going to tell you who just did bad stuff. And it's like, okay, dude. He goes and his little sisters are there and they're like, oh, are you going to like see this girl again? And he looks out into the sunset out the windows and said, soon... I hope. But it's like, oh my god, dude, chill. Prince you Stefan. T- Stefan. Oh my god, yeah, I remember now. Prince Stefan. Yeah, that's so terrible. That's why I didn't. I blocked that out mentally. <laughs> and yeah, and then, then we cut to the dream sequence. I didn't know this was a dream sequence. 
So imagine me kind of like hopped up on Valium. Yeah. Trying to make sense of what was happening here. I felt like I kind of phased through the floor, Todd Howard, Bethesda style. Mm. Into like another... It's a dream sequence. Yeah, I realized that. So basically... You, sh- you should be able to pick on up with the cues. Her hair is a mile long. Like, her, usually her hair just kind of goes down to her ankles in a braid. But this is like, you know, it's spiraling around the room, Disney Rapunzel style. And, yeah. you know, she wakes up and she goes to her window and Stefan is there. And he's like... And I, and I really like this scene because it, it pays homage to the original story yeah. while still allowing the rest of this movie to, like, creatively step beyond that. Yeah, sorry. I just thought I saw the door behind you, like, move on its, like... Are you still on Valium? (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so this dream really pays homage to that, like, original story, and I really like it, and... Yeah, so Stefan is like, let down your hair. And, like, the thing is, that makes sense, because in a dream, weird shit happens like that. Yeah. So I can forgive the story, and they so they include it without it being, like, really weird. Yeah. Yeah, and then he's climbing up, and then the moment you realize it's a dream is when Donald's whole face becomes the whole world. Yeah. <laughs> like, she shatters reality. I, that was a trip for me. Yeah. I was... And it's like a whirlpool magic weird and i was like oh okay i forgot this This, but her whole face there are a lot of bits in this movie that are just kind of like make you think todd howard directed it no there isn't i feel like there was there was (laughs) maybe animated it yeah and then like at the kind of end of all that you see the moon and a wishing star and that hairbrush magically turns into a paintbrush ah. because we forgot to mention but she destroyed all her paints and paintings like Gothel did like destroyed all the paints and paintings oh, yeah. when she made the tower really big to try and get her to like tell her the prince's name Yeah. so like Rapunzel doesn't have all the stuff she usually has but now she has this paintbrush that used to be a hairbrush and that doesn't yeah, yeah there's no, no explanation it's like generic magic do you think your parents like knew that one day it would turn into a paintbrush or did they just be like this oh, maybe it was like brush. you know whatever they maybe it's whatever sh- tool she needs at the time which makes me sad because I wish it turned into a sword later but it doesn't that would be so Ooh, cool or does there need so to be like cool. a, a shooting star every time you change it and then it becomes a thing that you need at that time because I think that would be really cool. That's a really cool concept for, like, a weapon slash tool. Yeah. So what she needs is a paintbrush at the time. But this is no ordinary paintbrush. No, we'll find out. not at all. Magic is ambiguous and, and, and not and well-defined. But then we cut <laughs> to these two soldiers. Oh, boy. Going through the woods. And I don't know if any of you have seen Red versus Blue. Mm-hmm. But they are basically just Griffin Simmons. So that's it. Like, They're just Griffin Simmons. No, it's not the... The two. Wonder why we're here. Yeah, it's those guys, like going through the woods. Like, why would a lady run out here anyway? Why are we looking over here? This is dumb. And blah 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 blah. And then a dragon shows up, and that's basically all that's important that's about them. That's basically red blue. Yeah, except like space instead. Yeah. Yeah, and then like they go and they tell the prince like, bro, there was this fucking dragon. They're like, fucking dragon, man. Because, like, it was said at the beginning of the movie... And it was Hugo, yeah. It's said at the beginning of the movie that, like, 
Dragons were like a normal thing here. Yeah, so the prince doesn't care about the dragon. He's just like, but what about the girl? They're like, dude, if she went in there, she's fucking dead, bro. Yeah. She's fucking dead. And he's like, don't say that. Sorry, you can have some food. I'm sorry I yelled at you. Then, so you have like Gothel basically sowing political unrest. Yeah. Throughout this whole film, and it's really, really cool. And then you go and Hobie and Penelope are squashing berries to make paint for Rapunzel, which is such a sweet gesture, to be honest. Like, it's a really nice, like, thing as friends to do. But berries are not paint. That's how you make wine. Yeah. And Hobie just keeps eating them, and then the dragon shows up, and he's, like, a bad dad, and he's like, why are you being nice? And... Penelope's like sad and like but you also start to really get the feeling that he's trying to you know get her to escape with him and that's like kind of sad like it's really sad yeah do you have any thoughts because I don't think I had any thoughts at this time because next they like try and give her all the paint and then she's like but I don't have any paintbrushes and Herbie's like what about this one I know my eyesight's going real bad, but, like, I could swear this used to be a hairbrush. <laughs> and it's like, oh, my God. Did, so they're acknowledging it did, at least. Did Harvey just turn into, like, a rainbow star? He had a British accent the he whole did, time. He did, but not like that. He was not a member of the Beatles. Yeah, I don't know, dude. He had, like, I don't know. The accents in this film are always so weird because they yeah. never, like, specifically a, a certain air place. It's, like, some will be British, some will mostly be American, and it's, like, okay. Yeah. Some will be weirdly French and European, like, Otto. Ugh. Yeah. And then, so she's, like, cool, a paintbrush. I got berry juice. Let's, let's go for this I on my wall. <laughs> and... She dips it in, and then she goes to, like, paint behind her cupboard. Yeah. And then it just starts to magically happen. And you're an artist, and I want to get yes. your... Does yes. this defeat the purpose of being a painter? Yes, absolutely. Because I'm like, but she's not... She's just thinking, and it's happening magically. It's like, you're just getting better at magic, not art. Yeah. You know? I like the idea of, It's like, so cool. It like, is it's very so cool. It is very cool. 100% and better I, than fucking Disney Rapunzel. Yeah. I would personally really enjoy it if, like, I could just think something and then that thing would suddenly be on paper. But, but that's that, not the skill, you know? Yeah, that defeats the purpose. What I think would be a happy in-between is if I could picture something and then be able to draw exactly what I'm picturing, mm, which just yeah. takes skill. Yeah, which is practice and skill. But obviously Barbie and Rapunzel in this film are both already really good painters, so it's not like she's, yeah. you know, skipping ahead or anything. Yeah. She is good at what she does. This, now she has this super ma- ma- magic paintbrush, and she's like, you know, this is really fucking yeah. cool, and... Basically, she kind of they kind of figure out it's a portal. I don't know. I think someone trips and kind of hot, like Hobie half trips yeah. and goes through. He gets knocked over by Penelope, and he's like, "Oh my god!" Like, and then like she sticks her hand in and pulls out a bird, and I'm like, "That bird must be really confused." Oh yeah, like, super confused. See what I imagine that that whole like accidentally tripping into what you think is a wall, but is actually a portal, is like. Did you you ever do that trick where like? You are sort of like lying on the ground and you hold your arms above your head and your head is like on the ground and then you you hold your arms up mm. for a short period of time and then you slowly move them down and you've got your eyes closed and it just feels like your hands are going through the floor. 
No. It's a really cool trick. That's cool. Yeah. I will do that one day. I don't know. It's kind of like you're meant to trick your body into thinking that like your head isn't on the ground. It's a bit above the ground, but you think your head is on the ground. So when your hands move past your head, it feels like they're going through the floor. That's crazy. Yeah. That's really cool. That's what I imagine it'd feel like. Yeah. Or like, you know, being in like water or something like weird portal magic. Yeah, maybe. Like in water goo or something. It's really yeah. weird. Yeah. But um, painting teleportation is Which such I, a cool kind of magic. That's such a cool concept, and I don't think it's been used enough in media. In no. Storytelling. And I just definitely think all the concepts in this film are so, oh, yeah. so cool. This was like, because like the first, I think, four Barbie movies, they're the ones that are, you know, you've got uh, Nutcracker... Rapunzel, Swan Lake, and Princess and the Pauper, which are all based on, like, pre-existing stories. Yeah. I think this one by far, like, Rapunzel by far, is the most interesting take they've done on pre-existing stories. They really took it in an interesting creative route and didn't just, like, go the basic Rapunzel story. Yeah, they tried to put an interesting twist on the Nutcracker and it didn't really work. work. But they kind of figured out their issues from that and really applied them in this film to make it just such a great thing to watch. Yeah. I think, like... Even if you don't have the nostalgic value that I do, yeah. it is actually a nice, and you just want something cool and relaxing to watch. It is a nice film to watch. It is very nice. Like, it is one of the best, like, one of the better Barbie films. Oh, yeah. And Absolutely. So what she does, of course, is she's like, hell, yeah, I'm going yeah, back like, out yeah. into the world. And so she jumps through and she's, you know, back. She finds the prince again. Yeah. And this conversation, when you break it down, is yeah. fucking wild. Oh, yeah. So... I'm gonna, let's walk you let's walk yeah. through this. I feel so, like you would have a better I wrote it down. Yeah. So this is guy you barely know. Yeah. And but you she's met up with him you again. You already think he's absolutely banging. Oh yeah. You'll like balls the walls into this dude, but you don't know anything about him basically. Yeah. Uh because it's seventeenth century Germany. Yeah, you don't have um, to know anything about And basically him. he he's like, Oh hey, you know he's like, I didn't get your name last time and she's like, Oh, I'm Rapunzel and then he's like, I'm and she's like, Don't tell me. So the first thing she does is say, <laughs> Don't tell me your name, I don't wanna know and he's just like, Okay <laughs> He's like, Oh Sure thing lady Yeah And then and then the next question <laughs> she asks him is just like, Do you by any chance know the origins of this paintbrush? And he's like um, no. maybe we can ask the silversmith? And she's like, great, because this is the last thing I have to try and find my parents who abandoned <laughs> me as a baby. And he's just like, great. Well, this is the first date. Let's go to the silversmith. silversmith is, is, is the silversmith a real thing? I don't know. They had, someone had to make shit out of silver. I but guess. I assume that they make more things than silver. I don't know. Maybe. I don't Maybe. know enough about this subject. Yeah. I, d- I also don't think they'd be called the silver. I mean, silversmith maybe, yeah. but. But it's just like, you're lucky you're pretty, Bobby. You're really yeah. lucky you're pretty because this is some crazy stuff. She even knows. like like Stefan even says like, you're really mysterious. And I'm like, she's not mysterious. She's just crazy. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's just... got severe cabin fever. Mm. Uh, so the silversmith looks ready to kneel over and die. Yeah. Um, Which is how I was feeling at this point. And he also somehow... <laughs> this is, that's how I was feeling at this point in the movie. Yeah, and he also somehow, like, knows the origin of this brush. 
And yeah. once again, his brother made it, his brother who is in Wilhelm's kingdom, and Bobby is like, why don't you just talk to him? And everyone's like, we don't do that. There's been no correspondence with Wilhelm's kingdom for years and years and years. And it's, she's just like, okay, that's irrational, but fine. I don't know how societies work. Which is interesting because when Bobby, uh, Rapunzel, and Stefan meet, He's like, oh, are you from around here? And she's like, um, no, not really. And he's like, oh, are you from Wilhelm's kingdom? Like, he doesn't seem to mind. Yeah, he does. He, yeah, But he then does. again, he does say to his dad, like, hey, maybe we can try and negotiate some peace. You know, all these raiding yeah. parties are, like, taking up a lot of taxes, that yeah. sort of stuff. So, like, he's not completely against Wilhelm's kingdom. And also, he doesn't know what they did. Like, he's not sitting there being like, oh, they did this horrible thing. He's like, Dad, what did they do? And he's like, it's none of your business, son. So, like, yeah, it's a really weird first date. And it's like... <laughs> oh, my God, I have the perfect idea for the next yeah. Barbie film. Oh, oh Barbie Outback. Well the, well, the next one's that dolphin yeah, gem shit about one. Dolphin. It looks really good. Shut the fuck up. But oh. I want a Barbie Outback where they've got terrible Australian accents. I, my goal in life is to voice act in a Barbie film okay. hopefully as a villain maybe as a villain sidekick I want to be one of the creepy like the creepy animal sidekicks to the villain yeah oh that'd be good oh man anyway <laughs> but we're getting, we're getting I really like the side characters in this film yeah. though like the silversmith they get their personality across really quickly yeah. in small amounts of time which yeah. is like you know those soldier guys this yeah also know, I like the concept of it might be because I'm pretty sure this film had different writers to the mm, directors. I don't know, but well, I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the directors were different. But anyway, I thought that just the concept of a dragon that was afraid of heights was so cool. Was cool. And so basically, you know, Barbie and Princess kind of like time lapse. Have been walking around like you know the royal gardens and stuff, and she still hasn't picked up that maybe he's the prince. And then he's yeah. like, "Hey, do you want to like come to the princess birthday bash that's going on?" And she's like, "Wow, you must be like really important to be invited to the prince's ball." And he's like, <laughs> "Yeah." He's like, "Yeah, you're lucky. You're pretty." And Does he like pull like a Cinderella 2015 and just pretend he's not the prince? Well, no, because Barbie refuses to ask his name. Like, she's like, don't tell me who you are. For good reason, because yeah. Gothel's, like, asking, and then so she's not yeah. technically lying. She's just kind of deciding not to have the information that would make her liable to yeah. lie. Which okay. is, like, a really smart thing to do. So, basically, yeah. Barbie's she, acting shady as hell, Barbie but Rapunzel, it gets so much worse. Barbie Rapunzel would be, like, a great contract lawyer. Like, yeah. finding loopholes and shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's probably been dealing with magical loopholes and stuff for really, like, her uh, whole life. Anyway, with, like, so Barbie gets shadier. We cut back to the castle, and Herbie, with his magic ears, is like, oh, Gothel's coming. Fuck, we gotta get yeah. Barbie. And, like, Penelope's like, okay, I'll jump through the portal then. And somehow it takes her right to where Barbie is, I guess. I don't know. It's whatever. Yeah. Portal magic. Yeah. Uh, and so, basically, she just appears. Yeah. And the prince is like, oh, fuck, a dragon gets his sword out. And Bobby's like, no, 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 this is my friend. And he's just like, yo, what? <laughs> and Penelope's like, hey, bucko, what are you doing? And she, she's got like some weird, I don't know. I don't know American specific she's accent. Like, she's like New Jersey, New Jersey, but like coded black kind of yeah. accent. Yeah, it's like interesting. And then Bobby's like, sorry, I gotta go. And then she's like, bye. And Penelope's like, I gotta go with my dragon. And the dra and Penelope's like, yeah, yeah, Gothel's coming. We gotta run. And Stefan is like, 
you are a mysterious lady here. Uh, okay, bye. And they run down to these stairs and they quickly paint a portal on a door, which will be important later. Yes. And then they jump through and then they, they get back into the room and, you know, all that sort of stuff. And they like quickly yeah. cover up, you know, pull the, the wardrobe back over the portal on her wall. And yeah, it's like really, really cool. Yeah. But oh my God, imagine being Stefan in that moment. Yeah. Like not even just a dragon runs up to you. Yeah. It's like a dragon appears out of nowhere. And while this is happening, Hobie has been trying to distract. Oh, yeah. And for some reason, he's, like, trying to... T- the excuse he uses is his sciatica is playing up. In a children's film, <laughs> his sciatica... <laughs> his sciatica. He's like, it's my sciatica. And he make, talks about how he's got terrible feet and that they would make really bad luck charms because if he's got ingrown toenails and shit. Oh, and I'm like, God. oh, God. That's just weird. Who, like, who are they marketing this to? <laughs> sciatica. <laughs> like, it's so relatable for, like, 80-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. Mm, oh, but also, again, think, yeah. think about that. He is, like, talking about, yeah, you would not like to cut off my feet and hang them around your neck. Let me tell you that. My feet are terrible. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. But Otto still wants to eat him for some reason. Yeah, leave the feet alone. Yeah. You don't really eat rabbit's feet. Yeah, obviously. You wear them. Yeah, for some fucking... Yeah, yeah. that's whole other historical whatever. And yeah, one thing I wondered at this point mm-hmm. in my notes is if Barbie is in this tower and she's stuck there, kind of... Is she been Has she been doing like her like cleaning, cooking duties or has Gothel been making her own breakfast, lunch and tea? Yeah, Gothel didn't really think this one She didn't through. think it through. So in my mind, Barbie's getting like a sick break and she's got her portal right there. Like, I'd be fucking stoked. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, she, this is the setup. All you got is want. like a curfew so that, you know, Gothel doesn't find yeah. out that you've gone. But Gothel goes out a lot to do her like political sabotaging and shit all the time. She's like a puppet master. Yeah, she's great. I love, mm-hmm. I love Gothel. And everything she says is so like bitchy and oh, but so regal in the way I she know. says it. It's like oh, so yeah, you know everything's okay. And then we get so like Barbie's like fuck yeah, got this invitation to go to a goddamn ball. Oh yeah, fucking rave in the palace. I'm gonna go. I'm going with this hot dude who somehow knows the prince. What the fuck? <laughs> wink, wink. Wink, wink. And then we have probably the best dress. Transmissions. Do you want to talk about this? No, you can talk because about this. I've been talking a lot, but yeah. I really love this film. Yeah, I know you really love this film, but I was like, the yeah. long, the further I got into this movie, further away from reality I became. Yeah, yeah. So, so this is my favorite because it makes sense. Like she's not just randomly changing her dress. Yeah. Like she gets the paintbrush and paints one on the wall, and it's like she basically tries out all these different styles, which I like to call super fluffy, modern art, and pointy. Like Lady I'm, I'm, Gaga. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna be real. When I was like a child, yeah. I like had the Rapunzel doll and also that carriage she has later in the film, and also that horse and this dress that she ends up wearing. Okay. It was like my shit. I loved it because I loved this film. Okay. Yeah. I think I don't think I had much Barbie stuff. This was the only yeah doll Barbie doll that I had, and it was my favorite movie Barbie doll. I and I was I like, oh my bar- god. I think I had a few like Barbie dolls and then like clothes and stuff. I was way more interested in like the Barbie horses. 
You love horses. I love horses. I also loved the Barbie Riding Club computer game. <laughs> Which, there are some really good yeah. Barbie games. Like, we can do a couple of episodes on Barbie games. Yeah, maybe. Maybe yeah. extra episodes. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. But yeah, so she's like painted kind of them, in, them into creation and stuff with magic. So it makes yeah. sense that she's having this magical girl transformation. Yeah. Or the most sense out of any magical girl transformation, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and it's really, really cool. And I like, like the dress And then Gothel walks in and is like, the yeah. fuck do you think you're doing, It's like a bitch? Cinderella moment. Yeah. And... Gothel is such a serious villain. Like, so Gothel cuts her hair. Yeah. And, like, takes her hair. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, she just cuts her braid straight off and is like, what do you think you're doing? Give me that invitation. Fuck you. Um, Give me one more chance. Give me one. I'm going to give you one more chance to tell me who this dude that you're, like, fucking around with is. And, of course, Bobby really doesn't know. Yeah. And so she's like, I don't know his name. I don't know who he is. I'm not, I don't know. And Gothel's like, you fucking liar. So she casts a spell that is specifically <laughs> no liars should be able to leave this tower. Like, it's a new extra barrier that only people that tell the truth can go through, which should be no one because everyone lies sometimes. But yeah, Barbie, like, it's basically like if you have a lying heart, like you're like, you lie a lot or something. I don't know. It's a lying heart. That's so the she, So Gothel just locked herself out of this fucking tower. Because she seems like someone who lies a lot. She's causing political unrest. Mm. Well, we'll get to that. Yeah. Eh? Gothel's plan is to just dress up like Rapunzel and fuck her boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is actually like a plot device that's used in like a lot of like... Fairy tales. Fairy tales and like mm. mov- movies in general. Like... The one that's coming to mind mm. is, like, The Little Mermaid. Yeah. Ursula. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, they go, and we're at the party now, and the three sisters, who are growing on me slowly at this point. Yeah. Because one of them's like, oh, man, look at, like, this party. And then the other one's like, I'd rather read a book. Yeah. I don't want to be here. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, fucking same. Um, God, but could you imagine... And Gothel's looking fly as hell. Yeah. Could you imagine, like, being, like, upper class back then? You have to attend all these fucking parties. Oh, God. See, I'd hate that. Yeah. I'm, like, not just... You gotta be... Let me live in a stable mm. and eat, like... One loaf of bread, one like piece of bread per day. A loaf of bread per day would be pretty good. A piece of bread, <laughs> a piece of bread per day. And a leaf, just on. And top. a leaf. <laughs> I drink from the local river. Well, we also leave our shit. Yeah, and I mm. die of mm. sciatica-related <laughs> issues at like twenty-five. I would rather do that than have to go to like a fucking party at the palace every other weekend. Yeah, so it's a masquerade ball. So Gothel's got to like. She basically has put Rapunzel's hair underneath her hat and then got, like, a mask on. Which is creepy. And, and it, which is so creepy. Which is one step down from literally just carving her face off and wearing it as a mask. Yeah. Uh, anyone that reads Batman comics knows what uh, that leads to. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, she doesn't say anything. And because, the thing is, it makes complete sense to me because... Rapunzel has been so goddamn mysterious and weird this whole goddamn yeah. movie. It makes sense that Gothel's pretending to be her and she's like being silent and going outside and running to the maze and stuff. That like the prince is like, this is pretty on par with how she's <laughs> acted from my entire knowing her. Yeah, her being weird and mysterious makes complete sense. Yeah. 
And then, she just keeps getting weirder. Behold. Honestly, at this point, if I were him, I'd be like, yeah. No. Also, before like Gotha left, she like chained up Hugo, which is sad because she didn't trust him, and blah blah blah. And then like Hobie yeah. and Penelope are all sad. Hugo's like, bruh. She said with a lying heart, and they're like, wait. Ponzo's not a liar! Who knows how long it took yeah. them to figure that out? Yeah, like, who fucking knows? Like, the entire trip that, you know, got yeah. the took in that carriage. Honestly, if that were me, I would just be like, okay, and walk down. <laughs> so, you get, like, really cool Hugo coming to, like, the good side, which is awesome. Yeah. And Penelope, she flies the up, bonding. and she gets Ponzo out, and she can get through the portal, because she technically didn't lie. <laughs> technically, she just didn't know the information and made sure she wouldn't know the information. Yeah. Hmm. Also, I'm not sure what would have happened if, like, how would Barbie have known that something bad would have happened if she told Gothel his name? Well, I'm just assuming that, like, the less you know, the better. Yeah. Because one, you know, the first time she met him, they just didn't have time to, like, kind of... And so that, and then when she got back from that, Gothel was questioning her about it, and she must know from Gothel with experience that Gothel can be really fucking annoying, and she really wanted, she put her in a tower for not knowing that information. So, of course, when she sneaks back out, you know. Yeah. Like, I'm assuming that every day Gothel's been like, hey, what's his name? And she's been like, I don't know. So, like, when she sneaks back out again, she says, don't tell me his name because I'm going to be asked this question, and with magic and stuff, you never know how that could happen. Yeah. So, like, I'm assuming, like, she's got enough smarts and knows Gothel well enough. Yeah. Just don't, not knowing the information is better. Yeah. And it really is because she fucking gets out of this goddamn fucking tower. But yeah. now we have Penelope and she's got to fly over the... Because over, Hugo's chained up, she's got to fly over the barrier. Hell yeah. And she does and it's great and she gets over a fear of flying instantly somehow and they yeah. fly to the ball. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit lost. What, what happened to the paintbrush? What do you mean? The magic paintbrush. What, what happened to it and why couldn't they just mad portal themselves Didn't out of there? Gothel find it and destroy it? I mean, I assume Yeah, she, she destroys did. it I when she, she cuts did. her hair off. Which is a really fucked up thing to do. Yeah. Like it's really, really intensely fucked up. Yeah. And then wearing it, it's just such a yeah, weird that's... it's like super, super like, fucked. People don't really see an issue with like cutting someone else's hair off without, you know, asking their permission mm. or whatever. People are like, oh, it's just hair, it grows back, which can, you know, can't be said about things like fingers and toes and other appendages. So yeah. I guess, like, there are worse things to cut off a person's body. It's still kind of fucked up. <laughs> there are worse things <laughs> to cut off a person's body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, so, yeah. yeah, Penelope gets over a fear of flying instantly. Which is not how phobias work, but whatever. Yeah. But also, I don't know what... Yeah, it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. In it's my fine. notes, it says, Hugo's redemption arc is amazing, but Tommy's redemption arc is even better. <laughs> so what happens is, like, Gothel is, like, you know, found this prince dude, and she's, like, taking a moth. It's just, like, very dramatic. It's really cool. Yeah. And... She's been like, you fucking, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ship you kind of with my magic. And then yeah. the siblings come out and they like, help him. I would love it if at this point he still thought this was Rapunzel. Yeah. Well, she doesn't dramatically take off her mask and shit, you know? Yeah. And he's like, oh. That's he's like, that's not Rapunzel. And then he's like, how did you get her hair? What have you done to her? Yeah. And she's like, never mind. Um, so yeah, she's basically just gonna like kill this this kid, which is kind of fucked. And <laughs> yeah, and then Gothel and the prince storm into like the, and then there's the two kings. 
Yeah, no, because it's that whole confrontation, and you find out basically the sit the sitch is the situation. And we already knew from the beginning that this whole Something like situation between the kings was going to be like kind of petty. And like she'd been like making it worse. So basically, what happened is Rapunzel is King Wilhelm's daughter who fucking Gothel kidnapped mm-hmm. and then blamed Stefan's father, the other king, for stealing her. Yeah. And or killing her or something. Yeah. And so they've been like feuding this whole time whilst Gothel's just been laughing it up and like inciting more like agitation between yeah. these two and doing all this stuff. Well, and well, the reasoning is she was in love with King Wilhelm and he was just friends with her and didn't want to marry her. And he's like, you took my child? And she's like, it would have been my child if you'd married me. And they're like, that is so metal and evil. And oh my and God. Kind of creepy. And like, this is the exact quote is like Wilhelm being like, I never loved you. And she's like, and for that, you will pay once again. Oh and it's like, oh my God, you fucking like... Oh, man, this is such a great revenge plot. I know. Like, that's... It's so grandiose, and I just love her for it. Like, like, I love that she's so dedicated (laughs) to just fucking with these two kingdoms. She's like, this guy wouldn't fuck Mm. me, so I am going to start a war. Yeah, it's like she's been (laughs) fucking with these kingdoms for years. It's so great. And the voice acting is so good. And it's like the biggest soap opera kind of conclusion. Yeah. Like, and then Bobby storms into this room and is like, Sup. Sup, guys. And it's dramatic and tense, and I love this ending scene. And Bobby has to dodge magic blasts, and then the. And also, like, because of magic, the throne room's caught on fire, and it's just everything's going wild, and it's such a great ending, and it's so intense. It made me think of, like, that one episode of Community, which is kind of a meme, Mm. where, like, um. Troy? Yeah, and he walks in with the pizza. And yeah. The <laughs> yeah, that's basically fire. it. And because of the fire, Barbie's run out and down the stairs and blah, blah, blah. And Gothel's followed her. And basically they trap, like, Gothel. They, like, she goes through... She opens the door that that one portal was painted on. Yeah. Which they just left there. Yeah. And then what happens is Penelope and Hobie, like, shut the door right as Gothel's going to walk in. And so Gothel goes through the portal and is now in the in Barbie's room. Yeah. And which like, she which out. she can't get out of because she's a liar. She's a motherfucking liar. Oh. And it's such a great. And it was so satisfying. It was well. really satisfying because it's like her magic coming back to bite her. Oh. Her fixation on Punzel lying coming back to mean like, no, no, she's the liar and she's yeah. the one that's trapped here. And like Hugo gets his last say and it's, oh, it's so, it's, oh, it's so, so satisfying. Good. And I just really love it. And Didn't he say that Tommy's redemption? What did you talk about? Tommy's that? redemption art was he he shoots an arrow and like gets her caught on a wall so they can all get into the throne and run away. So that's his uh, redemption yeah. arc. I vaguely remember that. Y- you were high. Yeah, you were high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's like so cool, but it's so much darker than I remembered. Yeah. Like yeah. kidnapping and yeah. like hair cutting but I feel like the conclusion to the movie is really like a journal and filled and I'm like oh my god they're yeah. gonna make it in time and I just remember oh Gothel knows the kings and everything is like crazy and oh like, yeah you know it's just like such this, a great oh, soap opera it's a magical Barbie so soap opera so much better than like whatever the fuck Disney tried to do with Mother Gothel and Tangled yeah cause like Ugh. what did she even do she had eternal life which I thought was an interesting sort of thing. Because Rapunzel had magic hair. Yeah. 
because of like because of that flower because of the flower which was stupid by the way well, yeah it was interesting for for Disney but like at least they gave a reason for it they didn't give a reason for Elsa's ice powers <laughs> they just were they just were Elsa's ice powers were basically like Barbie magic they yeah, weren't explained they, they were just, just there what did Mother Gothel like Disney Mother Gothel do because she like, just took the, her so she would always be able to be rejuvenated no no no, no, no. I mean, I mean, and then, like she obviously she had eternal life because of because this, of Rapunzel. Barbie Gothel's way more evil than Disney yeah. Gothel. Barbie Gothel has way more ambitions. Like yeah, what did she go out and do? Having like, like Rapunzel is just a side effect, really, of her larger goals. Yeah, and I really find their interactions interesting because, like, honestly, you know, why didn't she just kill the kid? Well, no, it's easy to have a servant. Like, hey, I have a servant now. Yeah. Like, but- you have a Put used to the things that you've stolen, you know? Which is really fucked up. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> well, first of all, she had to, like, take care of this child before she was old enough to be a servant to, like, do things around the house and whatever. Like, she wasn't, like... Yeah, I don't she know. She didn't bring her home, home as, like, a two-day-old baby and be like, get to work. Or maybe she, like, hired a nanny until she was old enough and then just killed the nanny. All right, that's dark. Um, <laughs> or maybe it was like, because I see Hobie as middle aged. Maybe Hobie taught like Rapunzel how to walk and not that would uh, mean spit that, food out. That would mean that for a significant portion of her life, Rapunzel just like jumped around like a rabbit did. I can imagine that. Yeah, I can imagine 100%. that. Hundred percent. Yeah, um, that makes sense. Yeah. Anyway, there's a wedding. It's lovely because she's the missing princess. They unite the kingdoms. Yep. She finds out Stefan is the prince finally. <laughs> we should have a count of how many Barbie movies have Barbie as the missing princess. So many. Even now, like current Barbie films still have that sort yeah. of setup. I- Any. All right, this is the rule. If there is a Barbie film where there is a kingdom and there are a king and queen, Barbie is the missing princess. Yeah. Only if it's like has nothing to, like, you know. Barbie's fucking dolphin adventures, like you know. I'm trying to think of like. Then she's not. If there's no kingdom, she she's not. I'm trying to think of Barbie and the Diamond Castle. Whether that was a thing in that. I don't know. I don't know. But um. I don't think so. Yeah, and then basically, because Gothel can't leave that fucking tower. Yeah. Otto, who can just leave, is now her servant. Is like making food in this like last sort of scene, know. and I'm like Otto just. He, he seems like a liar. I don't think he can leave either. No, but he's not in the tower. Yeah. He's, like, making food for her in the kitchen. But then again, I guess he can't get over the, the full other barrier. But I thought that broke. I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah. But I just know, I'm like, Otto, why are you still, like, going by all her demands? Because yeah. he's, like, making food for her in also the kitchen. Also earlier when it's like, oh, you know don't wake me until supper time he like jumps over and then like he's like oh allow me and like lets her use him as a neck rest and then like covers his tail over her. I'm, like, which is so weird I'm, like, oh. it's so creepy he's so creepy like we've really skipped over most of his lines just because we can't do them in the right voice and it's just so bad oh, and, oh, oh but, no it's so like, bad feels do you know bad. what feels bad feels inorganic yeah but then they have this like one last scene which is like Rapunzel and Stefan like walking on that beach that she was painting oh, and yeah. then that turns into like going the, back the painting yeah the painting that like 
actual Bobby and Kelly are doing. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I love that transition. That was so good. They and said some really good, like, jump cuts and transitions. Yeah, I loved it. They really went a bit further with that sort of stuff oh, yeah. than the first film. They were, they I, were I ambitious. just love it. And so then, you know, you have Bobby and Kelly doing, this is the moral of the story in case you didn't fucking figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Although Rapunzel really had no, like, self-consciousness about her painting. But it did save her life, her creativity or whatever. Yeah, but... But, yeah, it's it's kind of weird. Kelly was just like... I don't know what the fuck she was saying, but somehow they twisted it all into this is, you know, Kelly can now be inspired and it's all good and everything's great. And Bobby's told another story with her as the main character insert and all was well. I was half expecting like uh, Kelly to be like, great, I'll I'll paint. And she like turns around and I'll paint like fucking like Michelangelo sort of masterpiece and you're like what the fuck no you don't see Kelly's painting she just like goes to paint and then it's like yeah and, oh yeah, yeah. the music but I was half expecting so nice. like, like yeah. ceiling of the Vatican type, <laughs> type yeah yeah fair that's fair um, so rating rating this rating. film so we rate for music dancing animation narrative Barbie and enjoyable. No, there's no dancing in this film, okay, so yeah. So what we'll start with music. Do you want to? You go first this time because I did last time. So what are you going to rate music? Oh, music! I would definitely give like a solid eight and a half. Yeah, I'm giving it a nine. Okay. I just love the music in this, and it's it's written for the story and like oh, oh yeah. it's so nice, it's so good, and you can listen to it as like background like the thematic music is just so great. The orchestral kind of yeah. Um. Well, dance. No, there wasn't. There's no dancing. There's no dancing. So So that's always a drawback. There should always be dancing, I feel. Yeah. So So those both get a zero. The thing is, actually, because not all movies do have dancing. Yeah. How about dance we can change to, like, painting? Like, the skill that she has in this film. Oh, yeah. What is the thing Barbie does in this film? Because every movie, Barbie has something she does, whether she's an astronaut or a pop star or a princess. Okay, so her general skill level. So her skill level. So we're changing this to skills and how much informed the story and how nice it was. And she was a painter, and I think I'm going to give that an eight. What about you? give that like a seven fair enough next we have animation animation i mean there was a bit at the beginning like the bit at the beginning where it's going through all like mm. the opening credits and stuff that kind of like weirded yeah. me out a bit because it just felt like there was a real lack of textures <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah it was like i get what you're trying to do but but you don't quite get there yet. yeah we're not there yet technologically i am um a four what are you four five. I want to say, like, yeah, I'll give it a four as well. Uh, narrative. Narrative. Oh, I'm definitely going to give that a nine. Yeah, same. I'm giving it, like, a solid nine. I really enjoy the story, and it's just, it, like, gets, it's so interesting, and has so many layers to it. And finally, Barbie herself. Barbie herself. Now, that's, that's kind of difficult, because... Like, you're so busy focusing on it overall. Mm. I'd give it maybe a seven because, like, 
Yeah. She didn't have as much agency as she could have, but she made some really interesting decisions. Yeah. I especially loved how she chose to come back to save Hugo. Yeah. Like, that was, like, I, all the story is driven by her decisions, so she has heaps of agency. Yeah. But, like, even just, she doesn't have many facial expressions yeah, or many, yeah. like, displays of emotion. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I'm giving it, like, a five. Okay. Well, actually, no, I'm giving it a six. Okay. And then overall enjoyability. I mean, I don't have the same nostalgic link that you do also so, you were high also so. i was high so yeah. honestly i'd give it like a seven and a half yeah i'm giving it like a nine yeah because <laughs> i just love this film so much um so the total we came up with was 88 out of 120 yeah which places it above yeah um, wait a lot a, above a lot above um, um nutcracker because nutcracker was 64 out of 120 yeah. so this is 88 it's out of not, 120. it's not difficult to beat it to beat that mm, um there definitely will be films that do but so far yes i i love this film and yeah. i think i think like the only thing that really brings it down is just like animation animation <laughs> and utter just utter fuck fucking utter i'm gonna say that i'm just gonna say this before we go i found it really interesting that hugo as an adult dragon was a quadrupedal animal mm. and seemed to have no ability to stand up on his back legs mm. whereas penelope did you know what maybe he was raised with wild dragons because penelope's been raised with human people mm-hmm. that's the difference no oh, okay and we're gonna leave on that. Yeah, we're gonna leave think on about that. think about that. Uh, we're gonna think about that. Um, if you think there's anything we miss, definitely tell us. Definitely tell um, us if you've got different opinions. And yeah, definitely tell us. We're on Twitter at at Barbie Pod, and we're on Tumblr at Barbie Podcast. Okay. No spaces, no dashes. Nice. Awesome. Fucking bye. I guess yeah. bye. Mm-hmm.